This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So, Trav, I actually have used BetterHelp in the past, and it was a really, really great experience. I loved my therapist. He gave me a lot of great tools that I still use to this day. You know, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. Good news is, therapy does work. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be, really. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and you would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever it is you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapists in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And we've got a special offer for No Filler listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash nofiller. That's betterhelp.com slash nofiller. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to No Filler. Travis here. And I'm just here to queue up this rewind episode for you guys. Quentin is, of course, out doing his dad stuff. Being a father, it turns out it's a full-time gig. I mean, you know, who would have thought that? But, you know, he's changing a diaper or what else do you guys do, dads? What what else do y'all do? Uh, That's all it is, right? Isn't that, that's the the whole job? Anyway, um, he's out there doing that. We had talked about last week replaying this episode on a Seattle-based duo that go by the name Cock and Swan. And last week we talked about Bowery Electric, a 90s shoegaze group that incorporated electronic and trip-hop elements into their shoegaze and sort of created this really unique sound, which was kind of a precursor to what was you know just around the corner with a lot of indie rock groups. You know, Radiohead put out OK Computer right after Bowery Electric's album Beat, where they first started to kind of play around with that idea. So anyway, um, this band, however, Cock and Swan, uh, they've been around since like the early 2010s. Again, they're based out of Seattle. It is Johnny Goss and Olga Hungerford. Yeah, they're doing the same kind of thing. So if you liked Bowery Electric, you're going to really love this episode here. This was actually a sidetrack episode. So if you've been listening long enough, you might remember what the sidetrack episode was all about. A good example would be, let's say we did an episode on REM. The sidetrack episode could be uh, the Minus Five, which is a side project of the guitar player of REM, Peter Buck. He had a side project called the Minus Five. And so maybe we do a sidetrack, quote unquote, on REM and talk about this more obscure side project from the guitar player, right? That kind of thing. So funny enough, Cock and Swan was our sidetrack episode 
for My Bloody Valentine's Loveless, which was essentially the first episode where we started talking about shoegaze. So that was back in 2019. And yeah, I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to queue up the episode and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Again, this is a really, really well done, well executed mashup of dream poppy vocals and really awesome trip hop down tempo ambient kind of electronic music just like bowery electric okay here we go once again this is cock and swan and this is our sidetrack episode from 2019 until next time my name is travis thank you as always for listening find us on instagram just search for no filler podcast Uh, you can also find us on the pantheon podcast network that's pantheonpodcast.com here is our sidetrack episode on cock and swan Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me as always, and this is our sidetrack for our My Bloody Valentine episode on Loveless that we covered last week. We've been hanging out in the shoegaze world for a little too long, dude. So I wanted to kind of switch it up for this episode. We're going to cover a duo from Seattle. They go by Cock and Swan. And I feel like they're like a perfect like blend of quote unquote dream pop and shoegaze. What do you know about these guys, dude? Well, you turned me on to these, this group. Um, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe more. I know that they're from, from your neck of the woods and, um, I've, the, the moment you showed them to me, like, I, I loved it, man. I, I love the, uh, I love the mood that they put out, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sort of got, it's got a lot of different like elements. Like you said, you know, there's some shoegaze there. It, it's, it's dreamy, but not in a, um, not in more of the, poppy way that some dream 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 pop uh acts are you know they're they're more of a um they have a dark tone to them sometimes you know yes very and, dark. and they also do a really good job bringing in like almost down tempo elements or, or at least electronic beats and stuff you know yeah so okay here, here's the story we were trying to figure out what to do for a sidetrack for my bloody valentine and we were realizing that like all right if we do another shoegaze band from the 80s or the early 90s then this is going to be three weeks straight of just nothing but 
but shoegaze bands. Yeah, we got to mix it up, man. We like to mix. We got to mix it up. Yeah. So I was trying to think of a band that would kind of fit perfectly in, like, like in between these two genres, because we mentioned last week that to us, because of our age and you know because of our circumstances around like the 2010s. Dream pop to us is a very specific genre, you know, um, and I felt yeah, like so it's it's for us it's bands like Sea Pony or I think they're called Smith Westerns. Remember them or like uh, Surf Blood or Surfer, Surfer Blood, Blood. I think is what they're called. Surfer Blood, yeah, and, yeah, and, or, you know, or uh, Beach uh, House, yeah, Beach House bands like that um, be- because the term Dream Pop kind of took its own well no it just it was a second iteration of it like you know dream pop in the in the early 2010s uh i think was way less there's almost no shoegaze in it in my opinion i mean really there you know there was a lot of reverb and some fuzz but it wasn't from a like a wall of of sound uh approach you know it was yeah. more almost like surf i mean that's the reason why like think about it dude beach house uh beach fossils dude surf, yeah no you're totally right blood. Dude. i mean uh, think about it they, they all had that beach uh surfy those those words like that you know yeah you're absolutely right a lot of those bands were very <laughs> beach aesthetic you know? the, i can't use the word beach house <laughs> you could though that's the funny uh, thing is you, you could use that word to describe it yeah that's what they were yeah. all about man but yeah i don't think the uh the the, the dream pop term back in the 90s meant that you know it didn't mean no. what what it what it meant for us you know what it meant in in the 2010s yeah so what we what we had said last week was that and and this was a surprise to me i didn't realize this but um uh, the names dream pop and shoegaze were synonymous in yeah. the early 90s right. and because you know the british press they were describing the same music and you know a big part of that sound was this like you said wall of noise and another term that they used was like this droney kind of vocal approach i guess yeah you know? sure um and that's why i think cock and swan is a great example of 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 a contemporary band that that kind of fits in between these two genres yeah, I can I can see that, uh, especially with her voice. Like her voice is definitely very, uh, very monotone. Um, yeah, yeah. So so when I moved up here in 2014, I became obsessed with searching for and discovering local artists because I just you know it's Seattle. You know, it's I probably knew what a- you know. Probably a lot of people do that when they get to Seattle. It's like hey. I'm in, you know, the birthplace of grunge music. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and and I found Cock and Swan, and it's 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 two people. It's Johnny Goss and Ola Hungerford. So Johnny, you know, provides most of the instruments and the producing, uh, you know, of the beats and all that stuff. Ola also plays a few instruments, and she's the singer. And they've been making music together since 2003. And they started out 
very bedroom pop. So we we mentioned like what's the difference between dream pop and bedroom pop last week? Yeah, I don't know if we came up with a definitive answer either. We but. we really didn't, but like the whole point is, you know, this is the kind of music that you can make by yourself in your bedroom, you know, with yeah. with a a track or whatever, or with just a microphone a and, and, and yeah, uh, and a keyboard or, or whatever. Like yeah. yeah. And the thing that Cock and Swan is all about, and if you listen to any of their albums, it's very prominent. They're all about creating these really unique rhythms, you know, like like yeah. a lot. I feel like they start off. Well, actually, I have a quote here. Um, so this is quoting Johnny Goss. Usually we start with rhythm or theme. We often come up with an idea like, how jerky can a drum beat be and try to push as hard as we can without hurting the listener's feelings hmm. now okay so the the uh song that i'm going to play for our sidetrack is going to be pretty tame like after hearing that quote but if you listen to a lot of their music it does feel like they try to push the limits as far as like okay what can we do that is so like like you said jerky as far as rhythm goes, how far can we push that where we know that our listeners are still going to be, you know, entertained or not, uh, offended. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they try, you know, they change up. I mean, don't they kind of change up the time signatures and stuff like that? And yeah, stuff like that. Change up the rhythms and beats and stuff. Yep. So, um, the album I'm pulling from is called secret angles came out in 2013 and i'm gonna jump down to track seven on the record so this song is called inner portal
Yeah, man, I I love their music. So they they do those like transitions really well, you know. Yeah, the reason that I thought they would be good for this sidetrack is like there is some fuzzy, distorted, sure, yeah, uh, kind of aspects to their to their music, but like most of it is uh, synthesized, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so her voice makes me think of, um, and I feel like we've talked about these guys before, but you remember the Star Seeds? Oh yeah, dude. Her voice has a, a sort of a similar similar vibe to the lead singer of Starseeds. Um and you know what's funny? Like there's not much information on them when you when you do like a Google search. They don't have a Wikipedia page. I don't even know how we stumbled upon them. And I think it was probably one of those albums that came up on a a Pandora station or something like that back in the day. But yeah. they were this like um sort of down tempo um electronic band from i don't know sweden or something like that um but they had that very like ethereal vocal quality you know yeah they had an album that came out in the late 90s those are one of those bands where i i, I keep trying to find a good excuse to play them you know? yeah um but yeah cock and swan dude um they i i feel like they're my so far like to so i've i've lived up here for going on five years no going on six years now cock and swan is is by far my favorite band uh local band that i've discovered since moving up here because there's just it's just something about the mood you know and like like just the music that they create together it's just there's just something about it dude yeah to me it's it's that mood man it's that darker side of because i mean that's like we were saying like dream pop at least how we associate the word dream pop, it's more upbeat, you know, more like right. surf surfer kind of music, you know, which, yeah. And, and like so real estate big, uh, and all that, you know, we, we right. didn't really mention real estate, but that's another group that would kind of fall into that. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I feel like that's what puts cock and swan, like right in the middle of like, you know, modern day dream pop and good old, Drony, like repetitive, uh, hypnotic state shoegaze, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so how do they classify themselves? I mean, sometimes you can go to like a a Bandcamp page or something like that, and they'll list out the genres. So, like, I'm I'm on the I'm on the Bandcamp page for Secret Angles right now, and they classify themselves. Yeah, dream pop. They use the word dream pop. There you go, Q. Cool. Yeah. Here's 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 how they describe it. Their strongest statement yet confidently showcasing their intoxicating and darkly lit take on experimental vocal laced dream pop. There we go. So there you go. Now that's, um, that's probably, uh, uh, somebody who reviewed the album, but, um, and this came back in 2013, dude. I know, dude. Holy. They, so they have a, they have another full length album that's, that's come out since then. Um, yeah, I've listened to some of that, and it's a little bit more electronic-y. It's, yeah, That's it's, it's a, a word bit, I can use here. It's definitely a little bit more experimental. It's called Julian's Sword. It came out in 2017. And it is an album that is just loaded up with kind of... Filler tracks aren't the right word, but they've got, like, reprise. 
you know, yeah, like, we don't we don't talk about filler on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you mean like like a bridge or something like that? F- dude, filler is the the best word to describe. But that them. means that they, you know, hey, I mean, we talk. Seems like we're talking about this every episode now, but that clearly means that that this is an album that's supposed to be played from start to finish. If they have bridges yeah. like that that literally take you from one song to the next, you know. Yeah, and I have done that with this album, and I remember like really enjoying it all the way through the first time I heard it. Um, yeah, so, so that's the sidetrack for today. Um, I'm going to outro us out with another song of theirs. Um, so what do we cover next week, dude? Have we landed on one? Yeah, I think we, we talked about doing fragile, but yes, we did. Then that's going to be something else, dude, because it's, it's been a while since we were in the seventies, um, what was the last yeah. album that we covered from that era? Probably. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I guess we, we did James Taylor a few weeks back, but that was a sidetrack. Crosby, Sills and Nash, maybe. Yeah, but that's the sixties. That's what I'm saying. Like, have we okay. done an album from the seventies yet? Maybe not, dude. Dude. Here we go. I'm excited to dive into uh psych rock. What, what do they fall under? Oh, no, progressive. They're progressive. There rock. we go. Uh, I feel like we should dive a little bit into the history behind that, you know, how, how oh, absolutely. And all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So look forward to that next week. Um, you can find us on our website, nofillerpodcast.com. You can also check us out on the Pantheon podcast network, uh, where you can listen to dozens of other excellent music podcasts, including our own. Uh, you can check that out at pantheonpodcasts.com. And you can also find us on uh, just about anywhere else you can you can listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify now. You can check us out there. Of course, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and all the other all the other podcast apps. So there you go. Uh, on our website, we post show notes with every episode where we list out the tracks that we played and list out any articles or interviews that we reference. So Check that out as well. Like I said earlier, next week we're going to dive into Yes and their album Fragile. And we're going to outro us out with another Cock and Swan song. This is from their 2010 album Unrecognized. Uh, We're going to play track six. It's called Holding On, and that's going to fade us out for today. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.